64 degrees. Welcome into First News on 570. Our good buddy, Mr. Pete Callender from the Pete Callender Show podcast joins us right now. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, Mark. How are you? Oh, just another day in paradise. Yeah. You know. Nothing yeah. new. Nothing going. Nothing, nothing new. new going on. Nah. Nah. <laughs> just a you know slow news day. Every day is a slow news day these days, Pete. It's, uh, <laughs> we really scraped to put some things together here for the morning time, but uh, uh, we're not going to be scraping for tomorrow because uh, tomorrow we're going to dive in with uh, Police Chief uh, David Zach from the Asheville Police Department about this report that was released on uh, the police department's moves during the protests and the riots. And uh, obviously, wanted to get your take on this because it seems like the city attorney said a lot of it was you know kind of by the board <laughs> yeah which <clears throat> this is part of the problem uh with this report uh just the beginning of it and the process of it is that it's not going to satisfy the the radicals because what their intention here is is to eliminate the police department and so any report that they put out is going to be attacked and you saw it last night uh, not just in the public comments and such but also uh, the, well let, let, so let's back up first the radicals said, you guys in city council need to do this report because how dare the city uh, police department disperse the crowd with non-lethal methods like pepper spray, right? Um, I guess they want, what, the riot shields and batons? They want to crack heads? I'm not sure. So they did this big report, although the, the radicals were saying you need to uh, hire somebody else to do it because we can't trust the city to do it because the city controls the police department so the city council says we got to bring in somebody else right so then they go and they shop around they find a consultant to come in and they're like all right it's going to cost like eighty five thousand dollars or whatever and they're like oh my gosh you shouldn't be paying this money for another thing for the police department and then the city council's like okay radicals we agree we can't spend that money we got to do it ourselves so then they backtrack away from that now they do it themselves they put the report out and last night you had brian haynes city councilman say i don't know if i trust this report because it came from the city manager or the city attorney. So like you can't win because it, the, the whole process is designed to get to one outcome, which is to abolish the police department because that's what the radicals want to do. And there are members of city council that are on board with that. Uh, there are some that are paying lip service to it, but don't really want to do it. And then you have others that are a little bit uh, more cautious and expressing publicly the, a lack of a desire to abolish police. And uh, it's creating tension on the left because they control all of the cards and all of the the seats on council. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're just bystanders here. Anybody who is for the police department, we're just like innocent bystanders here looking for property outside city limits. So on a national level, I thought this was really interesting because it happened yesterday, and uh, I, I saw the clip of it this morning. Um, and I, I don't know what network it was on. I believe it was on MSNBC, but uh, they were they went to a live shot, and I believe it was at a rally or just after a press conference, uh, to Al Sharpton, mm -hmm. and they asked Al Sharpton about what did he think about uh, defunding, <laughs> totally defunding the police and abolishing the police, and he said, that sounds like something a latte liberal would mm -hmm. want to do. It's not the answer to our problems. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I thought, wow, that's, that's, I was actually shocked by that answer from him, because that's just not the answer I would expect from Al Sharpton. When Al Sharpton is your voice of reason, you really... <laughs> I should pause for some self-reflection. <laughs> yeah, you might be on the wrong path. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, we had the we had the the the, uh, the chief in last week with us and and asked him kind of like, you know, what does defunding fifty percent of the police department look like? Uh, and essentially, if you have a need for police, 
after they've been defunded by 50%, you're going to be have to probably end up taking things into your own hands at some point. And that's, I think, the great fear of law enforcement is that if you abolish or if you uh, defund by 50%, people are going to feel like it's up to them to protect themselves. And I think we'll end up seeing a whole lot more situations of civilian versus civilian as opposed to law enforcement interactions with civilians. Right. And this is the game of footsie that a lot of Democrats have been playing with the radical abolish the police crowd uh, is because they don't want to be accused of being a racist. They don't want to alienate this part of their base voters. They need these voters. And so they they're trying to, as I think I've said this before, uh, they're trying to feed the alligator with the hope that it eats them last. And uh, at the end of the day, you do get eaten. Like the, The story ends the same way every time. It's just you're trying to uh, stall that outcome. Uh, and so I, I read the report as more of a, uh, an effort to kind of clear city leadership of any kind of wrongdoing uh, because right. they were not involved in any of the decisions. And, you know, what really what really set off the, the local radicals is the uh, was the uh, the smashing of the water bottles, the great water mm-hmm. bottle smashing of 2020. Right. This is what outraged them all. And the, and the clip went viral. And of course, you had everybody. Oh, my gosh, they're destroying the water. How dare they? And the, the reason why. They destroyed the water was because the cops thought that this was their redeployment and resupply area. And by the way, they did not have a permit. So once again, you have one group of people that believe the rules and laws do not apply to them, the radicals, and the ones that were marching in violation. They did not have permits for this stuff. And so they want they want the rules not to apply to them while making an argument that they want the rules to apply to the police, which I'm on board with that. Like, yes, I think the rules should be applied to everybody, and I don't mm-hmm. think cops should be able to kill you know, people with uh, uh, reckless abandon. Now, you right. don't get to make that argument, though, while ignoring all the laws that you would like to ignore. Right. <laughs> yeah. Th- uh, two wrongs don't make a right, but three rights do make a left. Just That's so true. Clear on this is actual uh, information that is true. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Pete, we always appreciate your time, my friend. I want to encourage folks to check out the Pete Callender Show podcast at thepetecallendershow.com. It also airs right here at midnight on News Radio 570 WWNC. And hey, Pete, great job on uh, Friday night in that debate. Uh, we it was uh, I, I caught the recap of it and watched it on Saturday morning, uh, but a great job on Friday night. Well, thank you, Mark. And maybe at some point, some of the uh, local media might be interested in informing voters about what one of the candidates thinks about half of their constituents potentially. <laughs> Might be Maybe. A idea. Just, just spitballing. <laughs> Take care, and we appreciate it. 850, uh, let's see, 64 degrees.